Welcome to the Solution Point, our program where we discuss solutions for your life, your business, and the law. Uh, my normal co-host isn't here and we'll miss her, Kat. Uh, hopefully you'll see this later. Um, uh, before we get started, I do want to ask you to go ahead and click the subscribe button and the like button if you like what we what we talk about today, and make sure you subscribe so we can get more uh, more people to get more solutions. All right. Well, today we have a good friend of mine as as our guest, uh, Tilden Muschietti. He is a real estate attorney, and he is the found, founder of. Altitude Syndication Founders Club. And I'm going to let him kind of tell us a little bit more about what all that means uh, for, for the civilians who, who, don't, who don't have a real estate background. Um, but it, it's a very interesting program. And, and I've been very impressed with, with Tilden's abilities in, in uh, real estate and, and even estate planning. Uh, he's he's in he's in another state, but I know this this particular uh, program uh, that he that he's developed uh, is available all over the country and probably all over the world. So with with that, uh, Tilden, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me on. Tell us a little bit about the uh, about this uh, Altitude Syndication Founders Club. What what is what is what does that do? So let's start kind of back in the beginning. So I had been practicing law for about 10 years. I was a real estate lawyer, primarily doing litigation. Uh, I was practicing up in San Francisco and I was doing well and, you know, and doing a lot of business. And I kept seeing in every deal that I was doing, I would look and see at the closing statements, I would see how much brokers were getting paid, how much brokers were getting paid. And I thought, boy, Sure, it would be nice to be making that that kind of money instead of just an hourly rate that I was charging. So I decided uh, to move to Southern California, and I went into uh, just doing commercial real estate brokerage for for a period of time. And I, I did well, and I um, you know was getting getting a fair amount of deals and closing them. I've, uh, done quite a bit of, of business, but I found myself suddenly living deal to deal. And it uh, got very, very frustrating that uh, I didn't have a steady income. By that point, I had, uh, I had a, a wife and I had one child at the time. I now have two. And, um, and I wanted to be able to provide for them, but I was living this deal to deal lifestyle. So finally, I had a deal that was going to be great. It was going to pay off my credit cards. Everything was going to be great. And then about uh, one week before the transaction closed. Now I was going to get paid a $300,000 commission. This was on a beautiful marina. Um, it was, it's an awesome property. I saw it and instantly wanted to sell it because it was so cool. So I was going to make $300,000. I had the guy who was going to do it. I'd worked with him before, knew it was going to happen. We planned off pay off the credit cards, planned a trip uh, for my wife and I. It was everything was set. And a week before, my phone got a text message from the buyer saying, Sorry, this deal just isn't going to work. I'm out. I was suddenly in a huge bind and uh, it was really bad. Uh, so I tried to figure out what I was going to do. I went back to 
I decided I was going to start doing law again, like practicing law again. And uh, one of my friends and part business partners at the time came up to me with a, with another deal, and he, he showed it to me, and he said, "Look, this is a really good deal. Do you think we can syndicate this?" And I I kind of knew what real estate syndication was, but uh, I'd never done it. It's not something most lawyers do, and uh, but I needed money, so I said, "Sure, let's do it." Um, so in a nutshell, real estate syndication is basically buying an investment property and splitting it up over multiple shares so that uh, people can, can invest much smaller amounts. Because you may, I think my first property sold for about $3 million um, and we sold them in $50,000 share increments. So it's finding investors. So anytime you go out and find investors for the property, that's syndication. Okay. So uh, through this process, we, we did syndicate that building um, and it was great. And I started making money and I started making consistent income plus getting good pops at the end when it was time to sell. Uh, so I did deal after deal after deal. And then I started doing it as a lawyer and representing law, uh, clients helping them through the process, but I didn't really have the ability to help people through the actual like systems for building, for doing real estate syndication. Uh, so that's why I started uh, Altitude Syndication Founders Club, where we now provide everything that they need in order to get them to go from being primarily real estate agent, uh, but any kind of real estate professional or really anyone to being syndicators. So basically having an investment firm where they're doing this for themselves. And uh, it's a step-by-step -step approach and uh, it's, been, it's been really fulfilling. Well, sounds, sound, sounds familiar. I'm, I'm a recovering real estate-aholic as we've talked about. Uh, but as, as always, you know, gotta, gotta go get a little, a little sip of real estate here and there. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so tell us a little bit more about about your program. Who who you know who who would this? Uh, well, I guess we're, we're we're putting the cart before the horse. I think you know it, it, this is the solution point, and and so why don't you tell me the problem that that you're addressing, and then and then I'll let you give give us the solution. Sure. So there's really two problems that get addressed by the same solution. So the first problem is for the clients that we have and the, the club members that we have. And so that's the problem of taking them out of living their own deal-to-deal -deal lifestyles um, and basically making their, uh, their clients, their, uh, the people, they, their buyers and sellers that they represent, uh, instead of making them money, now they're making themselves money and they get benefit by making investors money as well. So they, it, everybody wins. The other, uh, the other problem that it solves is, uh, th is the, it, it, to buy a $3 million property, it takes $3 million, right? Uh, and so, but a lot of people want exposure into real estate and they don't really have a mechanism to do that unless they've got $3 million to put it in. And so this is a great mechanism for investors in order to be able to invest money into various real estate projects, make that part of their portfolio. And also they can be have put, since they're smaller pieces, 
they can invest in multiple projects all over the country, different property types and things like that. Okay. So, so is this like, uh, let's say like one of the things that I've done is you do a limited partnership, you get a few guys together, put in some money. Uh, is there any, ever any financing as part of the syndication or are the syndications, uh, all, you know, investor money? It is, uh, there's almost always, uh, financing. Uh, most of the time it adds some complexity, obviously to do that, but most of the time, um, probably about 80% of the deals I do have, uh, have some sort of loan on them. Right. Um, it just decreases the amount of, uh, that there is, and it increases the amount of the return to the investor if you do it right. Mm -hmm. um, so there is almost always financing. And yes, it is similar to limited partnership. When you're, when you're splitting things up and pushing it out basically to the public, to the investing world, in order to invest, at that point, it really becomes a security. Right. And so that's the main kind of difference between what we're doing and what that limited partnership type thing. Okay. So, so you're, you're, do you have to have a, uh, one of these series licenses to be able to do the syndication yeah. or is, does it fall under some exemption? And I, I don't mean to get all lawyerly on you, but I, I'm no. just curious on. It's all on good. So no, you, you do not, you actually don't want a series, uh, uh, a series seven or a series six license. Okay. Um, if you do, uh, you're held to a higher standard because as a series seven or a series six person, you're also supposed to make sure that the investment itself is suitable for whoever's buying it. So it, it kind of exposes you a little bit more. Okay. So you're actually the syndicator in this role. And so you're the originator of it and you're the creator of it, and there's no license required for you to do that. So it falls under the SEC rules. Uh, there's actually three regulations it falls under. It falls under primarily uh, Regulation D, um, and there's a couple different uh, of those exceptions to having it be under SEC scrutiny, uh, or sometimes it goes under Regulation CF or Regulation A. So, okay. So, but do you have to have a, is there any specific license that you do have to have? I know you're an attorney and I think you're also a real estate broker. So. I am, but there's no need to. And actually there's, there's no need to actually, you can still take, in my opinion, you can still take a brokerage commission um, for the, the purchase of the property that you, that you're syndicating without a broker's license. And you can still make a commission based on the sale of it uh, on the on the behalf of the sales side uh, because you're basically selling it for yourself. You're selling it as part of the entity. Mm. And so you can definitely, you can take a, a commission even without a broker's license okay. in this scenario. Okay, good. So so for, for these people who who are living deal to deal, how does how does your solution, how does syndication help help get them out of that deal to deal situation? Well, we've put together like a list of about seven different ways to make fees off of syndicating a deal. So it can be as simple as your brokerage fee um, or things like that. But it can also be things like you, uh, you may decide as part of your deal to become the property's property manager. 
And so you're making regular consistent income out for that. Almost every one of our people would decide that they are doing, have some level of what we call asset management. So basically communicating with the investors, making sure that the overall investment stays together and is, is being run properly. And there's a consistent fee out of that. Typically people get paid monthly out of that. Okay. And, and so, um, so if somebody wanted to, to, to somebody decides, Hey, I want to do this syndication thing. It sounds, it sounds cool. Um, how, how would they get started? What, I mean, obviously you and I are, are, are big believers in having coaches and having consultants that, that, that help us, uh, you know, get through the, through the weeds and, and cut straight, straight through the, the best path. Um, how, how does your system help people or who would be the ideal person to, to, um, to, to become a syndicator? So most of the people are going to have a real estate background. It would be probably too challenging without a background in real estate in order to take on the role of being a syndicator. Okay. Now, they could take on the role of being part of a team to do it, which uh, if they didn't have that background, or they could um, certainly go in and just start investing in syndications as well. Um, but really, it's the, the, the program itself is put together mostly for the real estate professionals. And it, it's different, and I think considerably better than, than the competitors that we have out there, because most of them are not lawyers. Um, and most of them are not, um, there's a lot of uh, shady goings on in the industry. The get there, there's too many get rich quick schemes because this, this isn't a get rich quick scheme at all. It's not quick and uh, you're going to make money. You're going to make a lot of money, but you're, it's, it's not quick and it's not easy. There's a yeah. lot of work that goes yeah. into it. And, and, and that's true about about just about anything, uh, you know, like, uh, unfortunately, I, sometimes I feel like there's that perception that when you become a lawyer, you become a doctor, everybody <laughs> thinks, oh, and they you 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 get a, a million dollars to get started on 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 uh, on I your wish. career. Yeah, that <laughs> would be nice. Um but that's that's one of the things that that I think is 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 uh, misunderstanding. Um, what what uh, um, tell me a little bit more about how how this solution helps helps uh, real estate professionals. So it flattens out their income it, uh, to make it so that they have that regular recurring income. But one other thing that's well, there's two other things that I think are the the big benefit. Um, it changes the perception of who that real estate agent is in the community because they're suddenly go from being seen as kind of like an expense on a buyer and seller's line, bottom line, right? So when you, when you sell a house, you're, you look at that, that closing statement at the end of the day when the house is sold and you see that you just paid 6% or 5% of your money out to these real estate agents. And your first thought is probably they didn't really do that much for it. Yeah. And so they, real estate agents have in the public a, you know, a, a perception of not being, of not being the most, you know, I want to be a real estate agent kind of thing when I grow up. Right. Uh, it, it's a good path to making money, but it doesn't have 
the respect that a lot of people have. And this turns that completely upside down because now suddenly you're the buyer or the seller of real estate. And so you're making deals happen and you're suddenly adding value into the pot instead of just taking that money away. And so, you know, your phone calls start getting returned right away because the, the other brokers want to make sure that you close your transaction. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're suddenly seen as, as a money maker rather than just an expense. The other thing that it does that, that changes everything is our people, I mean, we chose the name Altitude Syndication Founders Club because that idea of being a founder is really important to me. Um, and it's that entrepreneurial spirit. It's that, um, it's that absolute creation of something that not only is about you, but it's about, you know, building a legacy for yourself, but also for all of your investors. I mean, all of, for those investors you're doing, you're, you're making them money and uh, which is awesome. And so suddenly you're, you know, you're the, you're the great guy, you know, who's like, yeah, this guy made me 30% of my money. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that's real respect. And so the self-image that, that these people get as well is, is quite, quite different. So that 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 kind of takes me back to you know uh, being a recovering real estate aholic um, and having written the the book the roadmap to rich uh, it's about real estate investing and it, it, you know I get I get young uh, and I say young I mean new uh, realtors come in real estate agents come in and say hey can you know I want to I'm going to start this what advice can you give me. And, you know, I, I always say, you know, what you want to do is find investors and get to know what property they're looking for, and then go look for the type of properties that these investors look for, and then you match them up, you know, and I don't know how many actually listen to me, um, but but it sounds similar to to what you're talking about, except yours is kind of a little more formalized, structured uh, system, and mine was just a well put together relationship, which is great. But I think you take it uh, another step forward uh, to to uh, another step forward where where it's uh, not just connecting people, but you're connecting people in a more formal, systematized way that, that you know, maybe lays out certain ground rules as to how you're, how the, the syndicator is kind of quarterbacking the deal and isn't just one of the water boys. Now, now yeah. you're part of the, the, you're part of the deal. You're not just bringing a deal. Yeah, and I, I think it's important to realize that every, every REIT, so real estate investment trust, it's publicly listed, every private equity firm, every one of those, those things out there, they started with just one basically syndication. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same tool that your Blackstone uses that we use. It's identical. It's the same tool. And uh, it's it's uh, the the possibilities of growth are really limitless and matching up that, you know, we call it the founder investment theory um, that you have going in and then finding investors that match it is, is where it's at. Yeah. 
And so it's, 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 it, it, well, let me ask you another question, just from, from some of my experience with, with, uh, other, other projects that were, that were like, um, private placement type type investments. Is there, is, is there requirements for these investors to be uh, qualified investors or is this open to anybody? Oftentimes, yes. Most of the time I encourage uh, our people to do it through, uh, to make it only available to accredited investors uh, because it, it makes the liability easier and it, um, it's less regulated. Um, there are definitely ways to get a, to do it without having accredited investors. Um, and it either comes down to having um, a, a very direct relationship with them already, or making sure that the, the trading that review of the material from the investor themselves who's unaccredited to the SEC in the case of like a reg A uh, offering or making it so that like a specific kind of website is available like through a regulation crowdfunding. Right. Um, there's two, those are kind of the two big ways to push it off right. if you don't have that relationship that's already established. And, and I guess another another reason to have an accredited investor is they're big boys. And I don't mean to be gender specific, but but it, it, you know I've been involved in in transactions because not all of them are going to be home runs. And I've been involved in transactions where things went terribly wrong, and basically everybody lost their money. And uh, you know it's you know, surprisingly, nobody complained about losing money. It, they complained that the project, you know, wound up not working out, but there was, nobody was like, well, how are you going to get back my money? Or, you know, it's, everybody was a big boy about it. And again, you know, don't mean to be, to, to put gender into it, but, you know, when you're an accredited investor, you you you're investing money that you have put aside for different risk levels right so if this was a high risk investment you knew that if it if it hit you're gonna really hit uh and if it failed you knew it was gonna be gone and and so accredited investors uh tend to kind of look at at money in a very cold way and they don't get emotional about it uh, just like if everything had gone through the roof, yes, we'll toast some champagne, but then it's like, all right, now what are we going to do with this money to, 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 to get the next deal? Right. So I, I and think that's why the SEC did that. That's why that rule is there yeah. is because nobody wants the person who's, you know, making $30,000 a year to lose everything on something that was very speculative. Yeah. That, and, nobody oh, wants that. The no. SEC doesn't want, that's why it set up that rule. Um, and you don't want that as, as a yeah. syndicator because, you know, you don't want to a lot of pressure. Anything. It's yeah. a lot of pressure if, it, it, you know, somebody's putting their rent money in, in, into this deal. It's, it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not worth, it's not worth getting them into the deal if, right. if that's what they're risking. Absolutely. 
Um, so, so Tilden, if somebody's interested in 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 starting syndication, uh, how can they how can they get educated? How, what's what 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 would you recommend uh, as far as as education? Uh, you know, I know you 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 have you have. Uh, uh, a program. How, how would somebody be able to sign up for for your program? Because I, I I imagine your program kind of would would teach them and and help them create their systems. Yeah, we see ourselves as kind of like the non equity team member. So we don't get a percentage of the deal. Um, all we do is you know I all I care about is that I make everyone successful. But you know I'm making my money off of the off of the fees of membership, not off of deal to deal. Um, And then uh, ultimately they would just go to our website and they could see there's, there's a few webinars that are there and uh, they can uh, peruse those and see if that, see if it resonates. And if it does, great, then we have a conversation. If it doesn't, then hopefully it was interesting. Okay. What, what, you want to give us a website and then we'll go ahead and also put it into the, into the show notes. So it's uh, altitude-syndication.com is our website. Okay. So altitude-syndication.com. All right. So if you're interested in, in learning about syndication and I will, I, I can vouch for, for Tilden, he, he does know what he's talking about. Uh, as you can tell, it's it, it very comfortably just rolls off the tongue. Uh, this is what it is. This is what you do, and then so so I, I can see that that you've got that going. And 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 Tilden really does have the the heart of a teacher. You know, he does want to make sure you understand, and 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 he he's he's a big giver. Um, so that's all also a, a, a really important uh, part of, of of any kind of business investment. So I don't want to I don't want to abuse your 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 time. Uh, so why don't you tell me? Uh, as you know, we we always try to to provide a core value for for our listeners and viewers uh, because there there are all kinds of interesting uh, takes on on core values, and we all use a core value whether we think about it or not to make a decision uh, in our life, our business, or or legal issues. Um, and it's always interesting to, to hear, uh, different, our different guests and, and what their, their, um, core values are. Why why don't you share one of your core values with us? So my core value is action. So by that, I mean, it is better to do something, uh, make a decision and do something than to, uh, and have it be slightly wrong, uh, than to not do anything at all. Yeah, well, that you know, that's that's a really good uh, core value uh, from 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 you know to just kind of plus one on that. You know, if you don't take action, you've also made a decision, yeah. and and that's something that that a lot of times people don't think about that not doing something is a decision, uh, and and most of the time, you know, we don't move out of fear and we see plenty of roadkill that, that, that that's, that, that's how they got there is yeah. fear paralyzes. You stop moving, you're going to get run over. Um, and whether you ran to one side or the other and you wound up in a ditch, at least you didn't wind up as a splat on the road. So <laughs> it's, it, you know, taking action is, is important, which, which reminds me of, uh, 
Rich's uh, saying action kills fear. Uh, and that's, I think he's got that trademark. So hopefully I don't get, get a nasty. No, he, he doesn't actually. Cause I, I spoke about it on my last coaching call, that exact yeah. thing. So um, no, uh, it actually comes from uh, Dale Carnegie. Ah. So I, I believe. Uh, well, Dale Carnegie said almost exactly the same thing, though he may not have said in those three words. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, I, I, I see that taking action is 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 a good core value to have. Um, you know, you've taken action in 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 creating uh, the Altitude uh, Syndication uh, Founders Club. Uh, you you take action in your law practice, um, and so you know you and I get to see each other every week. So I, I do see the action behind, behind your, your words and in, in your practice. So uh, Tilden, thank you very much for, for, for your time today. Um, and we'll, we'll put your, your contact information. If somebody wanted to, to, to reach out to you to get a hold of you, is there someplace specific you would like them to go? Yeah, I mean, the website, um, they can always uh, give us a call at 818-350-5424 uh, or send us an email at info at Muscati, or sorry, that's my law group, uh, info at altitude-syndication.com. All right, sounds good. We'll, we'll go ahead and also put, put that information in the, in the show notes. And uh, if you liked what you heard today, go ahead and click uh, subscribe below, click the little bell to make sure that you, uh, that you get uh, notified as these uh, videos get posted. Uh, if, you're on a, if you're listening on a podcatcher, go ahead and, and subscribe uh, and, and hit like so that we can get more uh, viewers and listeners and get more, more people to have solutions. So until next time, this is the Solution Point, solutions for your life, your business, and the law. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.